When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton, back after the interlull break, which has ruined all our lives, Arsenal's performance, injuries. It's absolutely tedious. But to make uh, make up for that, we've got a lovely guest. We've got Josh, Psychic Psychic. Josh is with us from his Soho House style office. Hi, Josh. Boyd Great to be here, but I'm equally as excited yes. as you are about our guest. Yes, back, back for his semi-regular appearances. It is star of Spitting Image, Steph's yes. Pack Lunch, mm-hmm. uh, RTS nominated Steph's Pack Lunch, after nominated, thank you very after much. After nominated Steph's thank Pack you. Lunch, yeah, one of the best, I would say, impressionists, mimics, whatever you like to call them, comedians, actors, presenters, everything. <laughs> Luke Kempner and an Arsenal fan. Luke Kempner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How are we? How are we? It's oh, lovely to good. be back. I literally, I think I did one podcast during the pandemic, during the mm. lockdown where we talked about yeah, 98, we did, you. We did a special of you. Yes. Oh did. yeah, we did that as well. That was brilliant. Mm. And then, uh, and then I literally cannot remember the last time I was on the pod because I I have had a baby, and um and as I was explaining to you before, I am flying solo with the baby tonight. She's six months old. She is asleep. So we have pressed record and let's see how we do. Yeah, it's it's we're flying by the seat of our pants. Yes. And if you are called away, if you have to, you've got the monitor on the baby monitor. Yeah, the monitor. If is the there. baby, if the baby wakes up, you have to go and sort it out. That's our priority number That's one. That's it. That's is it. The, the, is the well-being <laughs> of your of your. It's daughter. like I'm like Thomas Party. If I get a slight <laughs> twinge in a previous injury, I yeah. just have to get off the pitch. Doesn't matter right. if Palace are attacking. Yeah. I've got to go. Yeah. And that, so that's the same thing. Can, you, can you hear me all right? I mean, am I loud and clear? Can hear you very, very yeah, well. Yeah, we can hear you. Well. Luke, have you purchased Arsenal-related <laughs> goods for your daughter? I have you actually got Arsenal kits, Arsenal baby grows? Have I you got don't any of that? think there's anything in the catalogue that I haven't bought. Um, so she's she's got full baby grow. Although annoyingly, she's sort of grown out of some of the newborn baby grows that I got her. Um, but she's still got a few Arsenal hats. Um, and yeah, I think I actually I think I need to go back. She's a bit bigger now, so I need to need to go back get yeah. some more. Give the club yeah. some more money. Yeah, definitely. And you are right as we speak. You're wearing a rather fetching kind of. I would say. Olive green, Arsenal. Yes, it's a lovely Great. olive green. Training top. I haven't seen that one. Wait, what, yeah, what? this was from it's a Puma. It's Emery. Oh, era. it's Puma era. Okay. It's Puma. It's okay. Emery era. It's because right. this was when I went to the training ground. Yes. Um, and I, I mean, they didn't give this to me for free. Uh, I went and bought it straight afterwards. Hmm. Um, but I, when I went to the training ground, and I, I met a load of the players. I met uh, Abamyang. Right. I met Lacazette, and uh, they they walked past me. Went I. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, Czech opened a door for me. Um, you know, it was an exciting. I saw Freddie Youngberg in his office. It was a big day. 
Glory day. day. Glory day. Yeah. Glory day. Um, I also want to ask you, I, I, I'm happy just to turn this into a Luke um, kind of career <laughs> Catch retrospective. Up. <laughs> Catch up. Because let's face it, that fucking game last night, we, I mean, we'll talk about it in a minute. Josh was there and everything, you know. We, we, oh, we, we'll, oh, God. Yeah. Good, yeah I bet you went. weren't glad all over, were you? <laughs> no. Anything no. but. But I do want to ask you, actually, Luke, yes. because I saw you at this um, thing you did, I think, over the weekend with Gabby Roslin, her Talking oh, yes. Pictures live thing, because that was with my friend Emma Kennedy. Who oh, I, she's a friend of yours. Yeah, she's a good friend of mine. I've done three marathons, walked three marathons with Emma Kennedy. Um, she, yes. If there's anything she doesn't know about films, it ain't worth knowing. Right. Um, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was a thing called Talking Pictures. We're doing another one uh, on the 8th of May at the Leicester Square Theatre. And it's basically like a film quiz. But um, but a lot of the rounds, they have right film, wrong people or something like that. And I was doing the voices. Right. Um, and, you know, and it, you know, it would have... It wouldn't be this because it's, it would be a bit too niche, but it might have Arsene Wenger in The Shining going, oh, yes, yes, Johnny, uh, you know, or it might be Harry Kane in Moana and saying, yeah, yeah, you know, wherever I came, you say you're welcome. Yeah, thank you, Moana. Uh, so, yeah, and, it, and it's a lots of those rounds where the people have to guess the names oh. of the films and the actors and stuff. But it's really good fun. It was like Keith Lemon, myself, Emma Kennedy, Hugh Dennis. Arsenal yes, fan. yes. Um, and uh, Nick Mohammed. Yeah, I love Nick Mohammed. I mean, many things. What a lineup. And it was great. Yeah. yeah. So I had a well over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to come to the next one. It sounds yeah, great. come along. Come along. Come along. Anyway, anyway, right. Okay, we have to talk about it. My, my, I guess the question is, we'll get on to what it was like there um, with Josh. But I think, do you know what? I think the last podcast we did, I think it was with, with Alan. Um I think so, Josh, wasn't it? Was it the Alan Alger? I can't remember anyway. I remember... Alan Alger. Every time I see him on Twitter, he's going at somebody again. Now, oh, now, I don't, now listeners who don't know this, I'm I'm good friends of Alan. I, I often bump in. We, we sit quite near each other at the Emirates. We often bump into each other and him and his son. Yeah. But all I ever see is him going at someone on Twitter going, yeah, well, well <laughs> Arteta's um, win percentage <laughs> record still not as good oh, as the... Emery's. Oh, he loves the win up. percentage. He loves... He loves <laughs> it was the... Alan. I should clarify. It was Alan. Yeah, it was. Um, but I remember him saying that the betting, I mean, this is true. The betting was yeah. Arsenal was still firm favourites to get top. Oh, no. I put a bet on Palace to win. Did, did you? Yeah, Ooh. I put 25, I put 25 quid on them on 108 pounds. Fuck, wow. Yeah. That is that is good. That is I do a lot of insurance betting these days. Do you? Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Boy, no, how I don't do know. you feel about backing the opposition? No, I get it. I get it. I, I don't do it myself, but only because I just probably can't be bothered. But I get it. I get why that... It's why. insurance. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah. It doesn't make me feel any better. It's just you go, oh, fucking lost three nil. But then you look at your bank, you look in the, your, your paddy power and you go... I want a bit of money. That's all it does. It doesn't yeah. make you go, get in there. Good Arsenal last. You just go, oh, well, I can't do it. Softens the blow. Give no, me I, 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 can't, I can't bring myself because, yeah, I don't it's, know. It's maybe, win, maybe I should be trying win. it. Maybe I'd have walked away from Crystal Palace with a... Mm. Yeah. With 108 pounds in my pocket. Because, because I don't care. Like, if we win, I don't care about the money. So yeah. I, I just yeah. I just bet yeah. on it's the good, other team to win. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> anyway, I'm looking at the betting now, right? And, and if I'm and I'm looking at the um, oh yeah checker, yeah. And right now it's very close between Arsenal and Tottenham for that for that fourth spot, and literally to the point where in one book is that we're both the same odds ten ten to eleven on. I think they're even favourites. Evens in various uh, places. 
So you think they're right? This is my yeah. question. Do you do you now think mm. they're firm favorites? I all along, I think I think it's fair that this is fair to say on this podcast and generally in in actual real life, I've always thought the people on there's certain people on in Twitter and on podcasts mm-hmm. and you know commentators, Arsenal fans who have been unbelievably certain that we were going to get this top four place mm. for the last various number of weeks, and I've always thought that was so. What is the point of that kind of overconfidence? Because something like last night can happen anytime, mm. and it did. And also, Spurs have got some absolutely brilliant players mm. who can turn games round like that in an instant, which have done a lot. So I, I am now. I would be surprised if he got top four. Now that's my feeling. I have to say. So, Luke, why, what, what's your what's your feeling about it? I think if we hadn't lost Tierney and Party. Yeah. Yeah. then I would still think we were just favourites because of the game in hand. But because we've lost those two players, I think we're fucked. Mm. I, I really do. I just I think Tavares looks like he couldn't make it under 12s level. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just think we're... we're I, I really worried Party put in one of his four out of 10 performances. I like I like Sambi Lukonga, but it's just... Party has been magnificent, hasn't he? In this past sort of thirteen yeah. games, yeah. where he's him and him and Jacker together, Party's been incredible. But without him, and certainly without you know, we haven't got a left back. Like I think, luckily, it's happened before Brighton and Southampton because I think there's two games that we probably could win even with this team. Yeah. Uh, I really, I, I just think they're firm favourites now. I hate, I hate it because they've really got it together. Conte's really got got them going, um, and they've got two of the best players in Europe in Son and Kane. You know, look, there's, there's, there, look, they can definitely implode as we've seen them do recently. But I just think they've they've got the bit between their teeth now, and um, and I think those injuries have really fucked us. So I'm, 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 I'm gutted more than more than scared. I'm just gutted because I feel like we had a real chance. Yeah, Josh, it's, it's the injuries. Luke's right, isn't it? I think so. It wasn't so much. I mean, the defeat was depressing, and the performance was woeful, and all of that. But to come away with two of our most consistent players and players that are very hard to replace, as Luke says, is a real blow, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, massive blow because of how threadbare the whole squad is anyway, right? Like we, we knew this was a, a punt from the club, a calculated decision in the January transfer window, thinking, can we get through the second half of the season or a bit under probably, I think 16, 17 games with the players that were left in the squad and with no injuries, I think we, we would have been okay. And, you know, even with, you know, Pepe ill last night, it was, there was one attacking substitute that we had to play and we played it at half time and we got better, but you know, in Ketia, you know, coming on, um, I think was, was probably a sign of, of a lack of, of depth in the squad and, and even to have Granite Xhaka playing at left back. And now we could have Cedric Suarez, you know, who's everyone, I think thought Tommy Asu was only out for a little bit of time. This is someone who, at some point last year was arguably our fourth choice. You know, there were games where Callum Chambers plays, there were games where Hector Bellerin. And unfortunately, you looked at Palace's bench and thought about all the players on their bench and six of them would have got on our bench last night and, and various into the team. So, yeah, the gulf in uh, in what our first 11 is. I think our first 11, everyone's fit, we get into the top four. If you could roll out that first 11 every week. Yeah. Sadly... We're not going to be in that situation. And uh, Tavares, I mean, what what must his morale be at the moment to be hooked again, half-time, 
I mean, a lot of people could have been hooked at half time. I, I haven't looked at player ratings, but being there, it felt like I don't know. Was there anyone who got above a seven, six out of ten? No one really. No, I mean maybe Saka was all right, wasn't he? Like I think generally had a couple of. I moments, think Martinelli did quite well when he Martin, came on. When he came on, and, and Laconga when he came on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think the trouble is, is that. We now need to back Tavares because I don't want to see Xhaka at left back, especially if Party's out. So we've just got to hope that Tavares has a week now where it's like, you're playing, mate. Like, you're playing. And you you played pretty well at the beginning of the season when you had a run of games. Right. I was going to say, I was going to say that. People seem to have forgotten that, you know, he did have a run, didn't he? He had a run and he was fine. I remember him being fine. And I remember even saying on this podcast that, you know, even though we love Tierney and blah, 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 actually, we hadn't missed him that much because, because Tavares done well. But he did get hooked, you know, fairly recently, didn't he, Josh? Well, um, the Nottingham Forest Nottingham Cup Forest game, I think, was, was the big yeah. one. But there was a, absolutely a run where Tavares was playing and Tierney was the one sat on the bench when, yeah. when fit or earlier in the season. Um, but yeah, that a feels a long time ago. Yeah. So even though Luke, he had to, he had to substitute him, didn't he? Really? I mean, at halftime in this game. But I, I agree with you. We have to like give him confidence, don't we? We have to like go right. You, this is you. You are you have got that position. I told you. And also because if we do, if we do start fiddling around with putting Xhaka there, or you know, and then especially now the party's injured in midfield, it, it, you can't. You can't. The, the fewest number of changes to the positions, in my opinion, the better with us. So yeah, I think it's just you just got to give you just got to give Tavares the chance and just hope that he can mentally get over his absolutely, admittedly, but abominable performance in the first half. But I, but I think you know we're playing Brighton at home next. Yeah. yeah. So I think fuck for that because. I think he can handle Cucurella and Morpe. So, like, I, I, I think you've got a Famous game last now. words. Yeah, I know. I mean, what they haven't scored in about six games, so Dr. Arsenal will see you now. Like, I, I feel like, you know, listen, Tavares surely can handle that game because the thing is, is that they're saying Tommy Asu is not even back now until after the Southampton game. I know. So, and even then, what, are you going to throw him straight in against Chelsea? Like... Yeah. Because the thing is, I feel like if Tommy Asu could play at right back, Suarez could possibly, I mean, fuck me, we're waiting for Suarez to cover at left back. He's barely doing well at covering at right back. But you'd rather him there than Tavares at the moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's part of me that feels like go back to a five and have, you know, have Gabriel White and Holding in there and put Saka at left wing back. And, you know, you could have Pepe oh, at God. right mid. I, I don't know. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Hold on. It's not impossible, is it, that if he asks Cedric Suarez to, to cover left back and Rob Holding comes in and Ben White, we saw him, yeah. you know, even in the internationals play at right back. I think it's, it's not impossible, that situation. But I think once you do that, um, that is a hell of a message to send to Vares. If, if, mm. if Tyrion Tierney is completely out and you're trying to find options that uh, are not involving him in the starting eleven, there, there is a bit of me thinking back, obviously, to the Villa game that we had in just ahead of the international break where we could have conceivably drawn had we drawn last night we'd be a point worse off and yet the narrative might feel you know very very different and if we can just you know put that that performance was an anomaly in in recent times that level of sort of you know terrible performance that felt more like the opening day of the season or those opening games of the season um i agree with luke the, the brighton i think are in the poorest form of any premier league club it is the best fixture we could have asked for Brighton at home. 
I, I, what I would say though, to be a little bit more positive about last night, Arteta changed it at half time. He didn't venger it and wait till sixty minutes. Yeah. Changed it at half time. We played a lot better in the second half. Emil Smith Rowe had a good chance. Odegaard had a really good mm-hmm. chance and yeah. score one of those. And it, you never know. Like I, I actually feel like we were the better side. I know Palace didn't really need to come out, but I feel like we were the better side. And then you know we were a bit in unlucky. the second half. In the second half, sorry, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're a bit unlucky with the penalty. But I feel like up to that point, it, you know, we weren't too bad. Yeah. But going back to miserable hey, you're stuff. You're right. Yeah. It, it's going back to miserable stuff. What is Lacazette offering in that game? You know, like, I know we've talked about how he's good in the build-up. He's good in the build-up. But, like, again, it's like... It, it, like That's why I'm not confident in the top four anymore. Because you're like, we're carrying Lacazette again. I, I know what you mean, and and a lot of people are very critical of him in last night's game. But again, it wasn't so long ago. In fact, it was really the last the last tranche of games where he was great. And I know he hasn't scored, right? Okay, he hasn't scored from open play. He's got a penalty from open play, and he's shooting. And I have to say, looking at him, and last night, last night particularly, when he had a couple of like header chances, didn't he? It's yeah. almost like when he gets a chance. He doesn't even begin to think that it's possible that he might score. It's almost like it's such a kind of vague, you know, vague um, waving at the chance of scoring a goal rather than actually taking it on, you know. Um, so it's like the opposite of killer instinct. It's like he goes, yeah. oh, look, I've got a chance now. I'm he not goes, gonna even... shit! Yeah, yeah. I'm just going <laughs> yeah. to kind of vaguely attempt at something and we'll see what happens. Both of his headers were absolutely terrible. And would, I you rather, that, would, yeah. would you rather so, see it in Ketia? Would you rather well, see... No. Who would you rather see there? I, I would... Well, I, I'm a big... I'm, I, I am a big supporter of, of um, Lacazette. I know he was terrible last night, but I think... So this is the thing. This is the big question for me. Every player was pretty bad last night in that first half. It was like... It was, it was, it was, it was weird watching it. It was, it was like one or two of our best players, like Party and Odegaard, suddenly locked, forgot how to pass a ball mm-hmm. for a start. And then it was almost like their players were swarming over us constantly and our players could just could not cope. And so after about 15, 20 minutes, it was like a, it was like a rash or, or, or a virus of bad football that spread among the whole team. And I think, for example, like, I don't think Lacazette is any more culpable than, you know, party. Odegaard was terrible. And not only was he terrible and couldn't control the ball, which is the thing that he's famous for being able to do and pass the ball. He also conceded the penalty as well with his, with his ridiculous foul, which is the second time I believe he's done a slightly ridiculous mm. time foul like that in recent times. So I, I feel it's, I feel it's a bit wrong to, to lay it all at Lacazette. I think the reason why Lacazette stands out is because he hasn't scored from open play for like 10 years or whatever. And that is bad. He is a forward. And he was offside three times. He's supposed he was, to be. Uh, he was deep, onside. He's supposed to, yeah. He's supposed to deep lying forward. Yeah. And then every time he got I know. Through, he's I offside. Know. He was, he was, I'm not defending his performance last night. I am defending his performances every pretty much consistently before for the last couple of months though. He's been great. He has been in that role, part of our whole, you know, I just don't want people to forget. I think people forget very easily. Of course. Actually, he's played really well and been a key element in his own non-scoring way of our mm. attacks, you know, in, in, the, in the last couple of months, up until with Crystal Palace game. But, to, uh, but the question is, what would you do? I think, I don't think he's, I think he's going to persevere with him. Like especially against Brighton. Yeah, he will. But I would be very, very tempted to try Martinelli in that role, in that, in that central role, wouldn't you? I mean... What have we got? Yeah, I mean, I'd say... What I'd, I'd try Smith-Rowe there. I'd, I I mean, like, I, yeah. I, 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 I think Smith-Rowe has to be in the team um, when he's fit. Um, yeah. And... But he won't. He won't change it. 
Um, and I really like Mikel, but he, he, he won't change it. I just think what was frustrating last night was that that, I knew exactly what Palace were going to be like. It was going to be a big night under the lights. The, that ground is banging at the moment. He's got them in really good form. And the players were so up for it. And that's when you need your senior players, your captain, Lacazette, party, um, uh, you know. Oh, well, I mean, there are. I know that we've got so many young players, but you feel like Lacazette and party really need to be the ones that don't have a four out of ten game. And that's, mm. that's what screwed us. And maybe they'll get it all out of the system uh, and they'll play really well against Brighton. Like, like Josh was saying, I think it's a really good fixture for us. Um, and I, I don't feel like we're going to suddenly finish sixth, but I just feel like Tottenham are, Tottenham have got a better side than us. Um, and I think if we can get to the North London derby and we only needed a point to stay ahead, then I feel like there's a chance. But I, yeah. I worry with some of our, you, you know, we've got Newcastle away on a Monday night. And yeah. they're going to be bang up for that. Chelsea away. Uh, who else have we got away? That's our game in hand. So the game in hand now is Chelsea, oh, Chelsea away, right? I mean, no. And I know that they well, lost, well, 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 I know. I'm being very it, negative. But I, I actually think... I'm always very negative. <laughs> we might be all right against Chelsea know. away. It, yeah. it, it's more like Newcastle away when they've got nothing to lose. Yeah. But, well, I'll put it this way. Anything could happen with that Chelsea away game. It's certainly yeah. not... You, you, the most likely result, I would say, right now, is that we yeah. lose that game. Yeah. But, but uh, and Spurs have got way easier running. Well, absolutely much easier running. The only thing that I'm slightly clinging to is they've got to play Liverpool, haven't they? The and week before at the North London Derby. I looked at this. They've actually got Brentford away. Now, if we'd have looked at that fixture three weeks ago, you might have gone, well, that's three points. But Brentford have really got together now. And, you know, Ericsson and Tony together look really good. So, and that Yanolt looks really good. So I actually think that's going to be quite a tough game. Yeah. Um, and even, look, they got Villa at the weekend. They Tottenham could so easily lose that game. So I'm oh, not so. saying yeah, it, no, I think, it's absolutely over. I no, just, nor am I. I'm oh, being I, a bit I, more of a pessimist now. I, I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm the same. I, what, I, what I would say is it's what it's completely blown wide open, isn't it? It's like yeah. there's no, there's now anything could fucking happen. I, I think it is between us and Spurs. I don't think United are going to, no, 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 I no, think no. they're too far behind with too many, with too many games already played. Um, so I do think, and I think West Ham aren't going to do it and they're being brilliantly distracted by Europe as well. But I do, so between us and Spurs, and I think that is so, and I, I'm slightly furious now. I feel like almost like we should have played that Spurs game back in whenever during COVID when mm. we called it off because we had too many, but think of that, if we had have done, because Spurs, Spurs weren't in a great period of form then no. to my, in my memory. We might have got, we might have done all right. We might have just got a draw. Now we've got this fucking grotesque farce of playing it third game from the end of the season and, and it's going to be so stressful and nightmarish isn't it Josh? It, it is and I've had like my ticket for Tottenham Arsenal sat in my drawer here for an absurd oh. amount of time um, as I sit here showing it to you oh, wow. this, uh, this ticket from the original fixture that it's was going to be valid. 16th of January it will be valid yeah <laughs> I'm looking forward to it what a game that will be. I mean, that oh. is it. That is going to be an amazingly... Oh, God, it won't be. Derby. I can't... Three I can barely watched last night. Yeah, it's going to be painful, yeah. It could be a horrible, horrible night, or it could be a brilliant a brilliant night be. that yeah. sets us apart. So, or it could be a squirmy night where we draw and we're still going into those final couple of games and uh, mm. and not sure where we are. I, I just think there is... Um, There's probably a bit of an overreaction. I think... The point that Luke made about the second half is entirely true. It was actually an okay performance, or sort of from the from the second half onwards and on a different night. Uh, how we didn't score a goal between Odegaard's chance, Smith Rowe's chance, 
credit to Enketia for quite an yeah. inventive, good effort that, um, yeah. you know, maybe deserved more. So we've had a horrendous 45 minutes of football, uh, an average second half. And, uh, you know, if we can just calm those, beat Brighton on Saturday and Tottenham don't win at Villa, then, you know, suddenly we'll, we'll be the, you know, back in the driving seat. So, yeah. Overreaction, boy. I know it's this, it's this, it's back to the injuries though. Can you imagine, like you know, Tavares and Cedric dealing with Son and Kane, you know, and, and the other guy, the other, the, the, you know, the new guy, Kulishaker. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I think that the thing is, is that I, you say it's an overreaction. If we didn't have those injuries, I wouldn't be overreacting. I'd be saying, look, they're a good side, Palace. They're in good form. Uh, this is a young team. Maybe it was a bit of an immature performance. Why weren't we up for it when we started? You know, it's a little bit frustrating. They're all over us. But because of those injuries, I'm just like, it's like bursting the balloon of just like, oh, shit. On that note, let's take a quick break and we'll talk more about the situation after this. And we're back from the break. I mean, yeah, I mean, we should say, by the way, in terms of those injuries, it, it was confirmed It was confirmed that Tierney is going to be out until f- for the rest of the season. So he's getting an operation. We don't yet know exactly what's happening with Partey. Uh, do, we, do we? I don't think. I think that's no, more... He's actually, having an assessment as well. Yeah, Tierney he, played 180 minutes. I was going to say, for Scotland, yeah, fuck that shit. I mean, right. I don't know. And I know I know um international managers are allowed, you know, they, they're allowed to do whatever they want. And I'm sure Tierney wanted to play all those games. I'm sure he wanted to himself, because that's what his kind of player is, isn't he? But you have to say, does any other like other in in these those groups of friendlies, other other players were rested, weren't they? Like fucking, you know, Kane didn't play one of the England games and you know, it just seems absolutely ridiculous. I am furious. It's the worst mm. thing, isn't it? When your absolute key player gets injured in the international break, having played in friendlies. Oh, fuck that. Because yes. even if Ben White got injured, Rob Holding would do a brilliant job there. Yeah. It's just that one position that, that Tavares looks so bad. Yeah. I'm worrying, worryingly so. I'm sorry. I I, I literally like... I, it was weird Josh how bad going, he was. Yeah, I, it was I te- weird how bad he was. I text Josh a week and a half ago, man, I'd love to do a pod again. He was like, oh, man, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, what about that? I said, yeah, let's do it. I mean, my wife's away, but, you know, like, I should be all right with the baby. Happy days. <laughs> and I've come back to, like... The work, like back to every other podcast I did, which started, are you Wenger in or are you Wenger out? Oh, so <laughs> like, annoying. Yeah. But shouldn't yeah. we be kind of positive that we've had so few of these podcasts? Not that we're mm. glad we've had few podcasts with you, Luke. We're delighted that you're yeah. here, but so few of Maybe these I'm ones the problem. where you're like no. coming in and going, what a horrible week. It's been ages. It's been ages. Know, yeah, you know, I even know. some of the defeats, Liverpool, you felt like, you know, you've been beaten by, but even the Man City, we were like, we've, We've gone and competed and gone toe to toe with the great team. There have been very few moments this season where we have we've been That's massively true. off it. And That's true. and actually, in terms of last night, another person to blame last night was a baby, was Gabrielle's baby because Gabrielle oh, yeah. clearly looked like he hasn't had a fucking night's sleep for for since that baby was born. He, he needs to get a sort. He needs to go to his. Old barber. I feel like <laughs> the new haircut was did, yeah, did his right. hair for him. Yes, he was like, "Look, I got the game tomorrow. Do do my hair quick, quick, quick." That's my Brazilian accent. Yeah, very and, good. Uh, <laughs> and she's just gone. That's okay. I've got the shears. Yeah, but it's like, like my guess is the the his partner or wife or whatever gave him the haircut while they were looking after the baby yeah, who was obviously yeah. crying for the whole period of time. But the combination of the hair and the baby and not having enough sleep, he was just dozy and he was at his one of his worst games. Shouldn't be allowed to have babies mid-season. 
<laughs> Definitely not. Should you got to plan be. it. Plan it in the off season <laughs> when there's not an international tournament. Exactly. Should not be allowed. Should not be allowed. Um, Josh, what, what was it like as an experience? So you were there with your um, uh, celebrity friends. Um, can we say like there's a Spandau? No, it was, you're, it, it you're was basically there with Spandau Ballet. Well, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think generally the experience at Selhurst Park is a nice, enjoyable throwback to what an old school Premier League ground would be because actually now I go to most grounds. I mean, just the novelty of having like a pole in the way of the view was something <laughs> I haven't had in ages, right? Like we were right, had it on the edge of the 18 yard box, which uh, Arsenal were attacking in the first half. And of course that was not a problem. We didn't, Aww. we saw very little of the ball going in that direction. So it wasn't, <laughs> I, hope uh, you wasn't didn't let, I hope you didn't let but, Martin Kemp sit behind the pole. No, we weren't right behind the pole. And uh, had we been, I'd of course given up my, my seat to ensure he had the most unobstructed of, of views. Um, I must say the Arsenal fans stuck with Arsenal in that first half. They were still singing. There was still support for the they were team. Right at the end, I still heard them. But, yeah, and at the end. But I've got to tell you, I don't think I've seen a bigger exodus with 15 minutes to go in a no, long yeah. time. I mean, I mean it felt them, like... Over like half ish. I, mean, I lasted till when the injury, t- like kind of injury time, Ricky and I decided at that point we will we will head. But um, yeah, it was a bit of excess, but it wasn't like angriest by any means. I've seen an away end. There was a kind of this has been shit, but we've we still had a good season. And do you know what I noticed the other day on the BBC? They have this thing back in August where each of like the twenty pundits that are involved with BBC were asked to predict their champions uh two three and four and i look back at it and not a single of the 20 had arsenal anywhere near any of the top four know, not course a not. single yeah. of course not. Yeah. and maybe we have to just take it was a bit of a reality check to go do you know what fuck it that's oh, true yeah. that's kind of where we were at going into this season and we've probably slightly overachieved and we still have a good chance maybe not as good of course as a week ago but we are a coin flip between us and spurs and that's it's a, not over yeah go on Luke. yeah but uh, my my worry is is that if we don't get top four and we finish fifth and we're back in the Europa League, mm. are is that progress? Well, it literally is. I mean, in the, in the sense that we weren't in Europe this year, were we? We came eight. But how we, difficult we, we, is the fucking Europa League? And it's yet again. Yeah. We're not going to get the striker that we want. Although I don't. I, I think even if we get in the Champions League, I don't know which striker we there is out there. You know, Vlajevic and we didn't get. We're never going to get Dominic Calvert Lewin hasn't scored. Dominic Calvert Lewin. So uh, sorry, <laughs> I, I digress. But but I just think like if we get into fifth, which mm. you know oh. I was like I would have seen that as progress at the beginning of the season. But now I'm looking at it, and if Spurs get four with Conte, I just sort of go. Oh. Yeah, Do you know what How long I think it's going to take. I think it's. I think it is progress. I think it's undeniably progress. And I and I and, and and standing back from everything, I've been saying for years. All I wanted was us to be able to compete for top four with an exciting team of young players yeah. Yeah, playing yeah, yeah. good football. And I think we've achieved all of that. Mm-hmm. So I can't complain. But I know what you mean because now that we're so close to what would be a game changing 
top mm-hmm. four position mm-hmm. in terms of who we can buy or right. You know, you could get, a, I just think it makes, it makes a massive difference. And even, even to the point where, you know, I think if we, if we, if we don't get top four, then Arteta, whatever you think of him, is probably going to be a target of other, of a lot of other teams yeah, to, yeah. to take him. And he must be, must be tempted because it's like touch and go, isn't it? This project, the famous project of building this team and getting a few now, you know, maybe fill out certain positions, particularly up front that we need. We're on the verge of something really special, but, Equally, it could all crumble. I feel without you know. Do you know what I mean? If if we sink to fifth, sixth, and then he goes, I don't know. It's yeah. So it's a real like, even though objectively coming fifth is definitely an advancement on last year. We've definitely played better. We've got better yeah. players. But if we don't, the, if we fall at the last hurdle, which we quite likely will, it's going to be so devastating. And I and I think that. And really, on paper, Spurs should get it. They've got this brilliant, incredibly experienced, brilliant manager. With I know with you know with they actually improved the squad in the in the transfer window and they've got world class obviously they've got those two world class forwards who are, who are in astonishing form so really again it's not even embar- it shouldn't be embarrassing to finish behind them at all really on paper but it will be <laughs> if we do so oh, it's quite painful isn't it it's quite painful I, I, I think it's just it, like you say it's because it is so close and. For ages, I was like, even when we were sort of looking like top four, I was going, nah, 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 nah. Like we, you know, this season, too, top four's too early. It's okay, you know. But like now, when you're like two games in hand, or when at one point we were six points clear, you know, with two or, or level was two games in hand, you're like, oh my god. I mean, this is and and to lose yeah. it to the hands of Spurs, and we got to go there. Mm. Obviously, we'll come back next season and, you know, they'll have added some players. I mean, why they didn't add at least a couple of bodies in, in, in the January window, I don't know. Um, but I've loved this season. I've loved it. I, yeah, I, I'm same. coming on it quite yeah. now. I love this season. I love Arteta. I love the I love Ramsdale. I think Ben White and Gabrielle have been great. I'm looking forward to seeing Saliba with, you know, challenging next season. Um, you know, I've loved it. Uh, you know, even getting rid of Aubameyang was depressing. But at the same time, it looks like it's worked and all these things. It's been great. But it is just going to be so sad if we just don't get top four. Now. Yeah, yeah. What What do you think about? Did you see? I, I mean, did you see Arteta's post match interview was great. I think he he he's definitely he's definitely resolved that because his post match interviews when we used to lose were unbearable. I found them unbearable. He's really found a way. I think of dealing with though that challenge. I know it's not the most important thing in the world, but I thought he did really well last night on Sky in the post match interview afterwards. And in the end, he's like, you know, he he, he was completely like, I've got to apologise for that first pass performance, and there was there's no. There's no, I feel like he's really honest now in his post-match interviews, as well as being quite kind of wryly funny and sarcastic a little bit as well. He's definitely the Pep influence. Oh my God. Because Pep did that. Do you see the Pep press conference when he was asked about how he tinkers too much? You know, in, in Oh, in, I didn't see what you'd said. Oh, he just launched this sarcastic tirade about, yes, I like to tinker too much. I like to tinker too much. Of course I do. That's why I won 5,000 trophies. Right, right, yeah. He did a whole brilliant attack. But in, in a kind of you know smiley way, it was very interesting. It no, was I, 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 I did. I, I like that with Arteta, and I, I think he is coming across really, really well. And he just he just said everything that that I thought. So, yeah, right, right. You know, exactly. and you know, and I like that he sort of said. You know, he didn't throw Tavares under the bus. Yeah, he just said, you know, look, it was a tactical decision to take him off. It's important for the player. We know he wanted to change things statically, and it worked a little bit in the second half. Um, but I, I feel like 
Yeah, he said everything he needed to say. Yeah. It's great we've got Brighton next. It's, I'm not saying we're going to win it, but as Josh said right at the beginning... Oh, it couldn't be better. You're right. Of all be the better. teams, Yeah, of all the teams, it should be. It reminds me of when Wenger was having a terrible season and then we got Sutton United in the FA Cup. And he was like, oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs> because actually it saved him at that point. I can't remember yeah. what one of the brilliant million FA Cups we won. But um, yeah, it's great having Brighton next because they're, mm. they're woeful at the moment. And, you know, look, it could all... It could all look a little bit brighter come 4.45 on Saturday. Wise, wise words, Luke. Very much so. Um, well, I mean, maybe we should... Uh, oh, so Josh's Sainsbury's deliveries arrived, if you want. There, there is a Sainsbury's order on the way. I can see him out my window. Um, I but, uh, quiet, I'll, I'll go and deal with him in a minute. But I... I see what's I been just... replaced. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought a cardo in your set case, but, you know, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I mean, hey, we can go straight hey. to predictions, can't we? I think, you know, I think that's... Well, I don't want you to wrap this up early for me. I mean, I just look, Boyd, you seem, you seem downbeat, right? You seemed overly I'm downbeat. I'm a bit I just downbeat. Saturday lunchtime, Boyd, you'll be back on Islington Green with your <laughs> showbiz friends, enjoying your lunch and your snails and whatever else you put down, and then we'll beat Brighton by a couple of goals to nil. Tottenham will not win Villa this weekend, and uh, the world will be a better place ahead of you jetting off to New York for, for work mm. next week. Mm. Well... I might, not be able to, I, not, my, 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 I might not be able to go to the game on Saturday because I, I fear of getting getting the COVID for my... Because um, I am flying oh, really? to New York on Monday. Yeah, I'm flying to New York on Monday, Luke. And, um, do I you have to have, do a test before you go? Yeah, you have to do a test the day before uh, in front, with someone videoing you, like in front of oh, someone. Jesus. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's weird. There's a website for that sort of thing. Exactly. Um, so I've got to do that. And I just worry about getting the COVID on the Saturday. Oh, no. Because I, I have to get there. If I, probably I got talk. COVID from Arsenal from right. the Wolves game. Yeah. The Wolves game that I left five minutes early. Oh, painful. Because I thought I could get a train Ooh. and be home and help with the Ooh. baby. Ooh. So I left five minutes early and I was sat with Ben Clark, who's uh, in a comedy group called Pappies. And, uh, and yeah, 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 yeah. And Tom Rosenthal was there randomly oh. with Ivo Graham, but they were they were sitting around they, their seats around the other side, and. Um, and I'd sent a picture of Ben. Ben's a Wolves fan, so he came with me. And I sent a picture at halftime of Ben looking delighted because they were one nil up. And then, um, and they said, "I'll oh, send a picture of him at the end." And I went, "Oh, I can't, I can't. He, he's he's gone now." And then he told them all, "Oh no, Luke left five minutes early, so I missed that winner." <laughs> oh, and God. then Tom Rosenthal said, "You don't want anyone to know, do you?" Like, text me privately outside of the Arsenal group. <laughs> and then he told everyone. Of course he did. Um, of course he did. And I've Classic never. Song. And he said to me, "I'm going to come to your gig and leave five minutes early." Oh. Um, and you know, good. the annoying thing, my wife didn't even appreciate it when I go home. She's like, "You should have stayed." Oh, what a I got COVID. So what a what, sad what night, night where we That's almost like basically. your own personal um, game against Crystal Palace. It is. It is. Anyway, Josh is Sainsbury's is right. So let's predict. Let's Sorry. Predict. Yes. Properly. No, no, that's no. Right. Brighton are going to be the perfect visitors to the Emirates. I think we will win 2 0. And uh, yeah, morale will, will be much better okay. Okay. come the weekend. And Tavares will put in an okay. Six and a half out of ten performance. I like okay. it. I like it. Like it. Luke, what do you think is going to happen? I I'm going to go one nil, um, and and it will be Lacazette score. And oh, it'll come off his arse. oh! I hope you're right. I hope you're. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it will yeah. bumble in, but it, that's all he'll need. Yeah, um, and it'll be like Mesut Ozil will tweet. Trust the process, <laughs> and it'll be great. Mesut Ozil's that a god kind of. Uh, 
He's not even in the Fenerbahce squad yeah, he's, now. He's, he's alienated the whole team, apparently, or something like that. Yeah, and there's loads of like, ex-Arsenal players suddenly coming out of the woodwork going, oh, yeah, it was a bit of a twat. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. It's yeah. Weird, it? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, so I, I think 1-0. 1-0, okay. Uh, I'm we're good. Say, what do you think? I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say 3-1. Yeah, I feel like... Wow. Yeah. And there might be some... 3-1? Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't really thought about it properly. If but. we score early, I think there's yeah. a chance That's the confidence starts flowing yeah. through the, the team. Oh, I mean, it's such a cliche, isn't it? But the confidence, last night, that was that, that was what I was talking about. It was almost like once Partey and Odegaard can't control the ball suddenly, mm. I think the whole team collapses. The confidence collapses. And yeah. every, no, none of them feel like they can play football anymore. Yeah. It's such a kind of fine line. So you're right. Gabriel yeah. put in such a bad performance, yeah. like, which uh, he yeah. hasn't for ages. No. Yeah. It's obviously just without Tierney. It, like, it just looks so confused, um, him and Tavares together. So, yeah. you know, there yeah. is... And also, like... To be positive, Emil Smith-Rowe is so exciting to watch. I love oh. him. I absolutely uh, love him. Emil Saka, incredible. Saka, yeah. Martinelli, Martinelli, when he came on, made such a big difference. I even think Enketia put in a good performance when he yeah, came he, on. He, he, did, he, he did more for me than Lacazette was doing. So, when he so did a, good, a good period, yeah, he did, yeah. I agree with you. And and I think we missed I think we missed having Martinelli out wide-wide, you know. We, yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe um, Smith-Rowe can play in the middle more. And, yeah, maybe yeah, do that. But yeah. I agree. I think we will be, I think we will be, we've got to be bright. I mean, if we don't, then yeah. that. That really is. Of course. Don't be Brighton, then that really is the yeah, end of the yeah, top yeah, four. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think we will, yeah. Luke, it's been an absolute joy. Thank you so much. I'm sorry I've been back. a bit miserable, but thank you no, so much. My fun. darling daughter has stayed asleep during this. Oh, hero. Absolute hero, your daughter is. Um, and any any gigs or anything coming up you want to tell us about? Yes. Uh, I have a specific gig on the 23rd of April at the Harlequin Theatre in Red Hill, which is where I'm from. I'd love to see some people there. Um, but I'm going to Edinburgh. My tour is carrying on after Edinburgh. So if you go to lukekempner.com, uh, then you'll find the details there. Uh, but other than that, just 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 follow me on social media and say hi. Say hi. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Luke. Amazing. And thank you, Josh. Everything all right with the delivery, the Sainsbury's? Oh, tremendous with the old uh, Sainsbury's delivery. Yes. Um, well, thank you to Luke for coming back. He's one of our favourite people yeah. that we have on. Let's and, not leave uh, it so long. Absolutely. No. Yeah. <laughs> Do this again soon when we're celebrating Arsenal's Super tremendous Arteta. tremendous end to the season. Return yeah. to the Europa League, yeah. Sorry. It's a better theme tune than the Champions League. I don't care what anyone says. I think you're right, yeah. I think the theme tune is better. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Which is important exactly. when you're trying to get into a tournament. The money's not so good, but what a theme yeah. tune. No, exactly, exactly. Thanks so much, Luke. Thank and you we'll very much. see you next time. Cheers. See you next time. Bye. Bye. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.